Hello, everyone, and welcome to Madness to Magic and my podcast, I'm with Crazy, a Love Story. I'm your host, Paulina Milana. I'm the author of several books, all of which tell stories that I hope help to inspire, enlighten, heal, maybe give you permission to have a good cry, and maybe even a good laugh about all things crazy. For those who don't know my personal story, I grew up surrounded by madness, raised by a mom who was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia, and then becoming primary caregiver, not only to her, but to my little sister, also diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Keeping it secret and being ashamed of the insanity that had taken root in my family tree is what nearly did me in. Spoiler alert, it didn't. I journeyed on, and what an incredible ride it's been. So for anyone listening who is struggling with their own mental health or that of a loved one, this podcast is for you. Know that you aren't alone. Your life isn't just about the cray-cray and your story isn't finished. I'm With Crazy, A Love Story is where we can come together to share our stories and to realize that there's magic to be found in whatever madness we may be experiencing. I know it to be true, and I hope so will you. So let's get to today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Madness to Magics. I'm with Crazy A Love Story podcast. Today's guest has me through the roof excited. She is multi-award winning filmmaker Uga Carlini. She's the founder of Tower Cop Creations, a boutique production company situated in Cape Town, South Africa. And this is where Uga lives and where she's joining us from today, uh, which means a lot to me since it's evening there. And she's been working 24-7 on the debut of her fiction feature, Angelina, that is going to premiere on Netflix Woo-hoo! Now, uh, October 8th. So welcome, Uga, first of all. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll hoo-hoo to that <laughs> debut. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And, uh, and, and listen, just so that our listeners uh, who may be wondering, how in the world did we get such an incredible talent uh, to join us on this podcast, especially when the podcast is dedicated to mental health? self-care mm. uh care <laughs> getting, right? <laughs> and when the podcast is really really about finding the magic no matter the madness that we're in and i want everyone to know that that really is why uga is here because uga and her films they are all about that magic regardless of what madness you're surrounded in um and to give uga a few more props on why I have fallen in love with her. Uh, Uga's a storyteller, and she specializes in female-driven heroine stories. And beyond that, how she tells them is so unique. I came to know of her from an earlier film, a documentary called Allison, an award-winning documentary. If you haven't seen that, you are missing out. A true story of trials to triumph and told in a magical realism kind of way. So please make sure you see it. Now, today, we are focusing on Uga's latest film, 
the debut fiction feature Angelina that's going to premiere on Netflix, like I said, Friday, October 8th. Um, I want to read very quickly what Angelina is uh, self-described as. Uh, It says here, Angelina is a story about self-love and making money, terminal illness, divorce, nature, friendships, hardships, poverty, travel, hot doctors, we always like that, plants, dreams, assholes, we don't like that too much, uh, Ubuntu, which we'll explain in a minute or so, and being good enough. Now, full disclosure, I haven't seen the film yet. I, I'm I'm biting at the, what is it called? Biting at the chomp? Chomping at the bit, that's it. Chomping at the bit to see it, but it sounds awesome. And Uga, I will shut up and let you talk. Tell us from your own words, what's Angelina all about? Before I do that, I just want to backtrack and say the magical realism documentary you spoke about, Alison, and it just happens to have an A as well, is on Amazon in the US. So they are, everyone listening is more than welcome to go watch it there as well. Right. That's Alison on Amazon. Yes. Now we're talking about Angelina that's going to be on Netflix. All right. Awesome. The one with the hot souls and the hot doctors. <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, well, you just said what Angelina is about, right? So, uh, but of course, it's not all it's about. Um, but it's it's such a non-traditional kind of way to describe a film. It sort of beats the the, the usual logline of um, when a woman with a, a, a terminal disease, da da da. You know. Uh, no, this is, a, this sort of, it, it's, it's in the spirit of South Africa. It's in the spirit of that which m- gave us the name Rainbow Nation, um, our diversity, our complications, our different colors. And I'm, I'm, I'm referring to skin color, hair color, um, eye color. I mean, this is, I've, I've traveled a lot in my life and, um, I can never get used to South Africa's beauty and diversity, you know, and it's a country full of suffering and a country with a sordid history. And yet, you know, uh, before COVID, only 10% of people had enough food on the table night. Now it's 8%. Um, And yet your average South African is the most resilient person you'll ever meet with the biggest heart and the biggest beat um, that th- a drum that beats to life, to the, to the life lived their way. Um, it's a very humbling experience daily to be here. And Angelina stands for all of that, you know. And um, it's something that 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 Americans might not be too familiar with because we have car guards here. So every, like I said, that thing when I just said about resilience, um, people just make up jobs here. So, so what we have is, I, I quickly go to the shop, I park my car, and yes, this magical person that appears with like a, a reflective vest on, and they're going to now watch my car for me. They're going to make sure in, a, in, in the high crime country that we live in, my car's going to be okay. And then, of course, I will reward them for their bravery when I get back to my car. So as a South African, you just always drive around with coins, you know. I mean, we're not, no one's expecting 
you know, I took it to the Maldives, or so I'm sure it would be welcome, but um, that's sort of how, how people get by here, you know, and, and, and I grew up with all of that. So Angelina is, is, is the car guard I know very well um, that used to work at the hospital when, when my mom, as a car guard, where my mom used to work. And, and so it's very much based on, it's, it's my love poem to South Africa. It's everything that's to love about this country because I think we just hear, yeah, in South Africa, and I'm sure over your side as well, of maybe the drama more than anything else, or the poverty, or the illness, or HIV, or TB. And you know what? It's not all that we're about. We're actually an incredible bunch of people. Um, with big hearts and we've got a lot of universal truths to share and I think it's a side of South Africa we don't get to see enough um, Netflix of course have, have they've done an incredible job to let us tell our stories our way um, just normal people in South Africa and that's what the new series I mean I don't want to punt another person's stuff but I, I'm, I'm happy to do so but on the 24th of September because it's a it's a it's a breakout successful Netflix but but blood and water that shows you how South Africans live today for real mm-hmm. without all the other things just people that have the same issues as you would mm-hmm. the same fights as you would mm-hmm. um even though we might be in a different country. And I think Angelina and her friends, listen, it's a fun movie. It's, uh, you know, I was, I was actually, you know, let me give it to you like this. I was briefing my team tonight on a, on a WhatsApp sham. I do think I drive them nuts, but anyway. And, and so first of all, I thank them for the incredible efforts that's going on behind the scenes because, um, you know, I, I, I roll out a film no different to how hard I work to get the funding, how hard I work to get it made. There's no difference. And, um, and I said to them, because I always say, and that's, you know, you, you, every roll out of a film has a voice, right? So in Alison, it was gentle. It was a safe space. It was butterflies, and my dear Julian, who with me single-handedly rolled that film out, who's this funky guy with hip-hop hair, had to learn to talk in butterflies. And then I would go, no, Julian, that's not talking in butterflies. And um, so, and he got so good at it. Like, um, <laughs> and, and I just a lovely chap. But now we not need to talk. I said to them, now you need to be Italian. When you love, you love hard. When you cry, you cry with an ugly face. You don't care how you look. You look terrible. Your makeup smudges all over your face. When you're angry, you show it. But when you're done, you always love even harder. And isn't that just, I mean, being half Italian, and I know you're Italian, isn't that just the way, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time I went to Italy, I, I thought everyone was screaming at me. <laughs> but they were just being Italian. And, and I know a lot of people think I come across like that. And I'm like, you haven't been to Italy, have you? Because I'm nothing in comparison to my family. Um, I mean, I sat through fights where I literally watched like a ping pong game where I'm like, wow, look at you guys go. Um, and I mean, and I love it. And then, 
you always fix it over a bowl of pasta or in South Africa, it would be braai, which is barbecue or someone brings you a fish or um, if you're vegan, someone, whatever you are, there's something for you here. And I think that that language what I, that I was describing to my team today and what you just said earlier, and I'm going to write it down and take to them, finding the magic in the madness is what's this fullness all about. Because it is the film about underdogs. And, and I, oh, I love a good underdog. There's nothing more inspiring to me than an underdog. Or listening to how many times you failed and how shit it was. And now here you are. I, I, I don't really care about the year you are. I don't really care about the Oprah on the, on the seat. I care about the Oprah that got there. Because that's the stuff that keeps me going. I mean, Oprah, in fact, always says her overnight success took 25 years, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and I love that. Because we never speak about the 25 years. No. No. And no all we speak about is that. the overnight success, quote unquote, right? The bling bling. People don't really see what's exactly. involved. What, what I love about everything that you just said is pretty much everything. But what I really <laughs> love is we... We think for some reason <laughs> that being robotic or keeping um, keeping those emotions kind of hidden, right? Or just kind of um, going along to get along, not really, not really, not really experiencing all the emotions that a human being has and all of the experiences. We somehow have forgotten that. And I love the entire kind of concept of how this film really is about passion. It's about being alive and and then the good, the bad, everything in between, right? Everything that comes with it. I That's why even for me and, and my business and the things that I love to work on, it is madness to magic because we always are surrounded by madness. Our circumstances can be that to no end but how the perspective we have on it and how we can take it and find the magic within that's what matters to me that's what I've been able to do that's what I have seen in your films I mean and I know we're talking about Angelina but even Allison how how you were able to take a story so so gruesome if we can say so powerful right a true story and turn it into something so triumphant and so inspirational that is magic in this film angelina this is fiction well granted you had said it's based on your mom and the working at the hospital etc and as you're saying in africa you have i believe you're saying car gods right that you actually kind of entrust um the care and keeping of your auto and that is kind of setting the scene for what this is but this this film also just from the things that you have told me about it and what I've been reading about it this film really is about all of the serendipitous connections that come to us in life and and the the magic that is infused in it whether we realize it or not in that moment and how that journey kind of takes us to to stepping into what we are meant to be. In Angelina, can you can you speak a bit about even your journey in making Angelina? I mean, 
it, because it's been kind of a long one and a lot of connections, like you talked even about Julian and things like that, a lot yeah. of connections that kind of came your way to create this film. I'd love to hear about that and why this film, why this film and, and, and how did you go about creating it? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think for a minute. So, um, there's a lot of questions in there, by the way. That's not just one. So let's start with that. Okay. So um, Julian's going to be very happy to use his name. Julian, so when you listen to this, there you go. Hi, Julian. Okay. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's backtrack uh -huh. because Alison needs to come back in here now. So Alison, the film that you've referenced, let, let's just also for the, for the listeners, just very quickly, the gruesomeness you spoke about. So very quickly. Alison is one of South Africa's biggest survival stories about a woman who got abducted, raped, her throat slit, um, stabbed, so many, stabbed so many times, they disemboweled her, and through a course of insane miracles, survived it. And turned her life around, became a motivational speaker, and to this day is a light for so, so many people, not just survivors of sexual offenses, but also just survivors in life like quite frankly all of us we've all survived something right um so yeah so and, and it was a non-fiction and now here's angelina the fiction and what's coming up a lot is why the 360 why go from this uh, uh, you know heavy sort of very um documentary filmmaker la la um and now fiction and it's sort of lines and i'm like no 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 there's a big misunderstanding here and and it, and i used to get very frustrated by this as well because i started getting boxed as a documentary filmmaker i am a filmmaker full stop and i love all the genres right it's like i love cats but some people like Persian cats more. Some people like pavement special cats more. And it also just depends. The day you decide you want a cat, maybe you don't want to wait for the Persian cat because you actually want to go rescue a cat or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Why am I using the cat? But the point <laughs> is, um, Alison, with, I've got a slate. And on my slate, there's always projects brewing, projects that eat me from the inside out. Alison was one of them. Angelina is one of them. I've got an alien one on my slate. Then outside sources come along and say, I've got this, I've got that. Or I go, oh, this sounds good. I have to after all also pay the bills while I get eaten from the inside out by my own stuff. And I'll always take something on board. I, I never work just for money. It has to be something I can stand by. And that happened to also be quite heavy-handed, you know, the, the refugee crisis, the water crisis in Cape Town, all of these things happened in between. But then there were also music videos, but music videos always dealing with something profound. I think it's because I have a lot to say. And I don't believe being a fly on the wall because I am not a fly on the wall. I'm a very much a human being right here, right now. And, and I do have an opinion. And of course, it's going to come out of my phones. And there's always going to be people who don't agree with it. And that's okay, because that's not who I'm making it for, right? Mm. Um, like life. So, so anyway, so Alison happened to be the one that went first. And when I optioned Alison, 
my my then husband, who was a nine to five guy, got very frustrated because it's hard for sometimes, not for everyone, but for some nine to five people, it's not easy to understand the life of a creative long term because the years go past where you get eaten from the inside out and money just goes out, 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 and nothing's coming in and you're working your ass off. So who possibly does that, right? Well, I do. So um, anyhow, so he brought me this article. Um, he brought me this article and it was an article about a car guard in the UK that one day just didn't show up for work. And he said to me, I need to produce less and write more. And I said to him, for me to write more, I need to produce more. You know, it's it's the one doesn't live without the other. But something about that article spoke to me. And then Angelina was born out of an argument that then also escalated from there. And I wrote the draft of that in a weekend to say, shut the F up. Mm-hmm. Look, there, go away. And I'm going to go on with that again. Then I, I, we've got the National Film and Video Foundation in South Africa, which is our national body that um, supports filmmakers. Incredible bunch of people that's done so much for me over the years. And then they gave me development funding for the script and a script supervisor. Mm. And I started tinkering away at the story of Angelina, which wasn't Angelina then. It was the retirement. Then the retirement, um, I did a a part of what you need to deliver for the National Film and Beer Foundation. You need to do a little mock-up poster as part of your final script. My sister then was working at an institution in Cape Town um, and her st- she was teaching art and, and somehow I got to, for her students needed to teach them as well, giving back, upskilling. We're going to do a shoot, the poster shoot. We're going to go, we're going to go talk to homeless people and we're going to empower one of them as much as we can because, I mean, you, you know, we can't change their lives too much, but give them a nice experience if they want to be a part and do a shoot with them. And the woman I met that wanted to do this with us, her name was Poppy, which is an Afrikaans word for doll. But in Afrikaans, we, we put an IE, it's an affectionate term. So it is like dolly, right? Poppy. So then the retirement became Poppy, and I was like, oh my word, I found my film. And then one of the big funding, one of the big distributors here said to me, that is not a good idea because we are about to bring out a fiction with the name of Poppy, one of the biggest literary works in Afrikaans. And I was like, I'm crying in a bucket. Fine. Um, and then and then Alison got hold of me, the story, and and that took over my life. And I also happened to have my two boys a year apart all in that time and make this movie called Alison. And, Angel- and, and Angelina got shelved. Then rolled out Alison, the movie, because remember, it, it takes the, the whole process, if you involve the way I am, from funding, shooting a promo, which we had to do in, in, for that film, making the film, giving birth to two children all in that time. That was about a two and a half, three year process, right? Mm -hmm. And then in 2018, end of 2017, give or take, 
Um, I have these rising out of the ashes moment and then there's usually a fall. <laughs> My next rising out of the ashes moment was post-divorce. Uh, a kid's one and two years old and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make Angelina now because I feel I need to make her because every character in that film I can relate with, mm-hmm. whether they socioeconomical backgrounds or because this is a very diverse different kind of characters coming from different kinds of neighborhoods. It's all there. I can identify with every single one of them. And and in South Africa, our friends come from a lot of different places and, and we're still understanding each other and getting to know each other because of our bloody past that was so sordid. And and we've got a long way to go still. But but if I look at my kids and how they're growing up, mm-hmm. And all of that is what is in Angelina. So it's almost like, you know, and, 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 and this has been my process so far and, and it might change tomorrow. Um, but it, it speaks through me to me and it always helps me get to the next, the next point or the next one. Um, so this is a very long-winded answer to your question because it's, it's, it's <laughs> such a note. I know, I know. Well, you know what? Okay. So here's what I heard you say where I'm like, oh my God, there's so many things like just to touch on here. So, and that's, that's the point. It's, you started out early on and you were kind of talking about, well, Angelina is not, you know, like, like a typical log line, right? It's about a, a person who does this, who wants this, who has to overcome this. That's your typical log line. It's just about one thing right? This is all about life because life isn't about just one thing. This is about diversity because we have so much more in common with one another than we have that's not common. And yet we focus on, on the latter, right? This has all these different kinds of characters. You even kind of said um, that in your films, you you know they were kind of almost trying to box you in right as no she's a documentary filmmaker and you're like no i'm i'm a storyteller what i mm. love about that is this really speaks you and everything you're doing especially this angelina film speaks to to what we all really are at our core and if we could just embrace it if we could embrace all those different pieces of us if we could embrace the, you know, I think the word, um, oh gosh, now I can't even get to the word. Don't, don't judge a, what was it? Don't judge a, um, a burgie by its cover. Right. So if we, this film has a lot to do with me. It's actually Barky. 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 Yeah, I think your word for it is hobo, if I'm not, or bum. It's um, a hobo or bum. Actually, well, bum. the only thing I've heard that used Ed is um, don't judge a book by its cover. And the reason no, but that's a play on that. It's yeah. a play on that. Oh, I didn't know that it was well the the thing is on this, there are from what I'm I'm understanding of the film, there are characters that you would just naturally assume right? That they're one way or the other because of their title, because of their status, right? And you don't realize like to dig deep and to, and to realize number one, that your title, your status doesn't, doesn't really speak to who you are at your core. 
And that when we put people in these kinds of buckets, we miss so much about them. Even you, some of the things that you said that resonate with this podcast, you, people, people who don't get kind of the creative process, look at you and you're like, and they're like, oh my God, wait, you're doing it and you have no guarantee of, of money, of a return. Of, oh wait, you're, you're working how many hours? Wait, you want to do a film about what? You are a crazy ass person, right? That's what happens a lot of times. And I, I feel, you know, part of why I even put together this podcast or the whole Madness to Magic is because we, we almost are taught that there's only one way and that, you know, this is the path. Or wait, if you're not doing this, then something's wrong with you. And a lot of the angst comes from, from really kind of thinking that there's something wrong with us, thinking that we're crazy, keeping it silent versus letting all of this beautiful creativity and the spectrum of who a human being is out and to the world. And that's what you do. You share with the world stories of trials to triumph stories of different kinds of people where you you don't expect you don't expect at all what these human beings do or the possibilities so for you what i that was my long-winded response to a long-winded response to a long-winded question how's that but so I love it. <laughs> for you you sort of you you personify possibilities and that too is something connected with this podcast and its audience because often especially when we are let's call it drowning because of our circumstances we cannot see sometimes the way out a friend of mine had a, a line that i love you cannot see the label from inside the bottle right so sometimes we are surrounded by so much and all this man is, we can't see the possibilities. In Angelina and the story that you kind of have put forth here, there are so many possibilities. And yes, there's a magical realism kind of element to it, but you infuse this into the stories that you give birth to. I'm going to believe it's because this is who you are in life. Can you speak a bit, especially to the audience, just about possibilities, about uh, being finding yourself in in kind of circumstances that aren't ideal, and and everything that you bring to the table and your beliefs about it, about the possibilities? You know, thank you for all those kind words, and I really love that friend of yours thing about the label. I love that. That's so profound, actually. It's it is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that's very much, again, a scene in this film. Um, I've heard people say these things about me. And then I listen, and I'm like, wow, she sounds awesome. <laughs> and then, because it's like, you know, it's obviously. Oh, I think. All right. So we are frozen. I hope that you come back. We may have to have you log in again hold on a second i'm going to send you a little note and say you're frozen you're back <laughs> oh and you're on mute how absolutely bizarre i'm so sorry about that. no don't even worry about it but you were saying 
that, you know, people yes. say this stuff about you and you're like, gee, I'd like to meet her, right? So, <laughs> and it's, it's like, you know, I, I just, and, and it's not that I do, don't take no for an answer. I absolutely take no for an answer, but I'm not there for the no's. I'm there for the one yes that changes everything. And until I'm like a dog with the bone, I'm after my yes, because it only takes one. And I think it's an unhealthy addiction as well, maybe, or a healthy one. I don't know, however you want to see it, because it is like the moment you close finance, it's such a moment. And then you also shit yourself because now you've got your finance. Now you need to, now you need to prove all the big mouth talking and stuff that you were selling. Now you need to do it because you, 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 this investment is in your hands. I mean, I take everything very serious. Mm-hmm. And then and then you step on set and now you made the movie. Now the movie needs to go out into the world and people need to, you know, obviously people need to love it. You know, it's pretty shit if they don't. But yes, you know what I mean? Like, otherwise, why are we doing all of this? Like, I want to make your life better for an hour and a half. It's my goal. It's my job. Um, so it's 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 ongoing the cycle. It's like I want to break out in the Lion King song, the circle of life, the circle of a filmmaker. You know, um, it's it's what I know. It's the only thing I know to do that I'm committed to do at this level. That and those two boys of mine that are thank God asleep right now, and then my box, the dog snoring in the corner there, whatever, you know, it's, it's the, they say don't small the sweets, uh, don't, sw- don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that saying. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many, they say, they, they, who the hell is they? Mm-hmm. Let's start with that question because you only have you that is 100% authentic, that is 100% flawed and it's going to 100% have good days and bad days and I think once you accept that the rest is bonus because sometimes those no's for me speaking for myself only I get them for years and it's shitty Mm -hmm. it's not cool Mm -hmm. I want to walk into a room and get a yes immediately and move on with my life and go Mm -hmm. but life just doesn't work like that Mm -hmm. and recently I I learned that you need, I see myself as we all are, we are a river, right? Mm -hmm. A river, water, cannot flow up. It's it's not possible. Mm -hmm. Water flows straight at a gentle pace or whatever or down, right? Mm -hmm. And and the soul, the goal in life is to stay in the flow of your river not your buddy's river, yours. Mm-hmm. And then what happens in that flow, every now and again you'll get a curveball or a rock or a beaver or whatever. It's okay. Just The flow is what we can be certain about. So the story I want to tell is what I'm certain about. How I get there is the journey. And, 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 and every journey is different. The people I meet, the lessons I have to learn, the mistakes I make um, is no different to my characters. Mm-hmm. 
you know there's always someone that challenges you there's always someone that blocks your river and it seems like the goal is to find a way as quick as possible without rocking your own boat too much mm-hmm. to just stay in the flow mm-hmm. right and right. i think the more i'm in tuned with that the easier the forms flow again and the moment i go out of my flow then there's maybe a big hurdle again or whatever. But, you know, it's it's such a cliche, but no tough lesson is ever learned in vain. Mm-hmm. It all serves me. It becomes my next character. It becomes my next moment. It becomes my next tool to deal with a difficult situation. And it becomes my, my um, what do you call it? Like a, if you don't have shit in life, you can't appreciate the good stuff. Because... <laughs> Otherwise, how will you know that it's good? Yeah, that's you know true. what I mean. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I've been through a lot of shit in my life. I mean, a lot of people have. Um, I think I've gotten maybe a little more than my fair share. Um, however, what I realize is all of the lessons that have come to me because of it have been because of my shift in perspective no longer looking at it as why me, but looking at it as why not me or looking at it as what is it that this is supposed to mean for me, right? What am I supposed to learn from this? How do I take this and turn it into something with greater meaning, right? Why was this given to me? One of my, when you speak about the river, I love that too, because if you look at a river and it's got usually, you know, rocks around it, what does the water do? It just goes around the rocks, right? It finds a different way. One of my favorite quotes is, um, no man ever steps in the same river twice, for it's not the same river and he's never the same man. And I mean, oh, we can even say woman, right? And how wow. true is that? But, and for for you, what you had said, um, oh gosh, where is it? Oh, we had started to kind of talk about the, like, who are they, right? Who are we listening to out there? And I feel as if, and and I, I'd be interested in your perspective, we have become more and more kind of um, followers of whatever they have deemed is okay, right? At any given moment versus listening to our own voices and really that kind of, that light, that soul, that the reason that we are here. And the closer that we get to listening to that internal, the closer that we get to what we were meant to do. I mean, would would you, I mean, you are definitely living that. So, but I, I also want to bring out one other thing that has to do majorly with this podcast. This podcast has a lot to do with, um, caregivers and quite often we, um, we lose ourselves in thinking that we must um, give everything of ourselves in order to care for others, right? That happens a lot when you have um, people you love who might be ill or might be needing you, right? And you try to keep it quiet. This film has a lot to do with caring for yourself and caring for others. Can you speak a bit um, about how how the film kind of illustrates this point and what got you to it? Uh, I'm gonna double. I'm gonna answer it with a double 
kind of uh, vibe. You said you said earlier, um, you, you mentioned shifting perspective. And as you said that, I realized that actually answers your question. Because every film of mine or every project that I take on is because of a shifting perspective. So, and, and, and for me, taking that and now taking it into Angelina, is that realization of what self-love is when we take the um, influencer self-love side out of it, um, because it's a very, 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 very valuable, valuable thing that really is the answer to world peace. Because if that was intact, we would not be the damaged human race that we are at the moment, because we really are we are horrible to each other because we are horrible to ourselves you know and this wow. this this goes right through addiction um you know someone taught me the most valuable thing once they said don't speak down to yourself don't don't make jokes at your own cost about yourself because your subconscious does not have a sense of humor right <laughs> So there's a there's a scene in Angelina where Lily, who you'll meet, who is married to a narcissist and who needs to learn this very valuable lesson of self-love and who is beautiful, she's beautiful, 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 um, goes to visit Angelina, who happens to be in hospital at that point for a reason which you need to come find out on the 8th of October. But... She goes to, to, to Angelina and she takes her a bouquet of protea, which is an indigenous flower only found here where I live in the Western Cape in the, in the peninsula belt, of proteas, which is this incredible baxter I saw on Instagram, found her, realized she lived down the road and said to her, you have to make this for this film. And she did. Katie. And she gives Angelina this bouquet of edible flowers. And, and, and they discuss something. And, and Lily's very surprised to hear that something that happened, Angelina actually overheard her. And Angelina, she's, and, and Lily says to Angelina, did you, did you actually hear that? And she looks at her and she says, I might be ugly, but I'm not deaf. And Lily looks at her and she says, don't talk to yourself like that. Because you see, and that's what I mean. I think, I think we are not putting enough enough value on self love because of the narcissists that are out there. We seem to have it all intact, but it's actually the one thing they lack completely and will never be able to find. They hate themselves so much, mm -hmm. and um, you know, self love is not about as we know, looking in the mirror and thinking you're the this shit or an egocentrical thing it's that thing of whether you want to see it as biblical whether you want to see it as spiritual it, because it's in everything it's in religion if you're an atheist it's in poetry if you don't like poetry it's in it's in nature it's in the trees it's in the animals it's in the flowers and that is you do unto yourself how you want to be how you want others to treat you right mm -hmm. right 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 and and for me you cannot love truly if you don't love yourself Absolutely. you know one of the most upsetting quotes out there for me because if you read it the first time it's quite sweet that thing of 
when you when you pick a flower and crunch it like not crunch it but like you you know you do this with it what's the mm. word you know uh, destroy it whatever yeah. it's the, the last thing the flower does lets its scent off that's horrible I hate that saying I think it's absolutely terrible because it's sort of creating the idea it, as your last breath you will still the jasmine will still give its scent off you know like as if that's cool. I, I, it, I don't know why this now came up, but I'm so ups- that upsets me, that whole idea. Um, but the point that I'm really trying to make is self-love done right is simple, easy, and uncomplicated. And that is the hardest thing in the world to do. It is a feeling of inner joy and satisfaction that when that goes out of whack, it does that thing that water does and it just goes around the rock and keeps going. That is Mm self-love. Do not take it personally. Mm -hmm. To be, and it's hard, to be grounded enough within yourself to feel when it triggers and to go, you know what? This is not worth my river and my rivers flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we if we could just just even get that balance right a little, we wouldn't be destroying our planet. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be throwing bloody plastic in an ocean. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be okay with other people doing it either, but we'll just go pick it up instead because it's not worth a fight. Mm-hmm. And it's not being a pushover either. Mm-hmm. It's about choosing your fights. There is a saying that I saw, like a little thing on Facebook or wherever I saw that I love. And it's like, one plus one is four. Cool. Not with an argument. It's four. Do you know what I mean? You choose your fights. <laughs> Got it. You, you, you want to think one plus one is four? Great. Right. Great. You think I'm not yet. You shame, shame. You're wrong. But hey. <laughs> If that rocks your boat, baby shoes, it's not my boat. Because I'm going to take my boat. Someone said, again, something I saw, I'm going to row, row, row my boat the fuck away from you. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And it's it's this fat mermaid sitting in her boat. So I just love that so, so much. Mexican, beautiful mermaid. (laughs) I Um, love that. I also... You know, one of the things yeah. I have always tried to keep in mind, especially during hard times, is you're you're a boat on the water. There's water all around you, and that water is what's going to carry you to where you need to go. The trick mm-hmm. is don't let that water in the fucking boat. And yeah, too exactly. often, right, we take mm-hmm. what other people say when we're kind of talking about um, actual the the that whole concept of self love, and too many people think that it's being selfish right there there's not an understanding of what that really means and Mm. my my perspective is it has been you know you spoke about the bible you spoke about spiritual it's in there but somehow it's been manipulated in a way that makes it dirty you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and obviously it's been done that way, I think, to serve whoever has been doing it that way, right? Same kind of concept of the of the narcissist. When you talk about this this particular scene in Angelina, which I love, and 
not talking about yourself that way. Not, you know, there are so many people standing in line to tell you how, what's wrong with you, right? Everything that's wrong with you, you don't look like this. You don't, you're not talking like this. You're not doing this right. Don't be one of those people who stands in line doing it for yourself, right? Be your own champion. Is that like your, one of your favorite scenes or the favorite scene, or when you're looking at all of the scenes in Angelina, are there any others where you're just like, oh my God, I love that scene that came out that you want to share with us? It is a favorite scene for me and it's not that one. And it was from the word get go, my darling editor, my brother from another mother, he lives in the States, by the way, Rudolph in Los Angeles. Um, By the way, self-love for me is being at peace with yourself. That's what self-love is in essence for me. Um, anyway, and, and I said to Rudolph, I said to him, this is the scene that if someone gives me a note, I'm going to fight it with everything i got. <laughs> and I will not stand for it. And I always do that. And then they come with a note. I'm like, okay, actually, you're right. But no one to this day has touched that scene, has said anything about it because it's just so profound for me. And it is the lighthouse scene. And it is a scene where Angelina receives some tough, tough news and she makes her way to the lighthouse in Komiki where there's this bench. And you sit on this bench and behind you is this beautiful lighthouse and the ocean on your, on, so you sit, the ocean's on your left this lighthouse behind you, the ocean in front of you as well, and then just sort of the mountain on your right. And I don't know, it's, I've always, I just, it's just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. And that place used to carry a lot of hurt for me because someone I knew very well was in rehab there. Mm. Um, and it was a very tough time for me just because of the, the fallout of what, you know, an addict usually, but if they go to rehab, which they all should probably for themselves, um, but but there's usually a lot of damage done along the way to get there, right? Mm-hmm. So it was a very very tough time, and and I used to not even be able to drive through that area. And then, as healing does, once you start healing in you, it's now such a profound place for me because of the lessons and the realizations and the catharsis I eventually not in the moment of pain did not feel like that but what how I grew after that right mm-hmm. and um so that lighthouse stands on a personal level for so so much for me and then Majosi, one of our local singers he wrote this song called the lighthouse and I was like I'm gonna get Majosi's song and I'm going to look like a cliche, put it in the scene, and there's going to be no dialogue, and I'm going to get a drone, and it just needs to happen because it's the most expensive thing to do, and the area this is in is nature reserve area. It was. It is also the most expensive scene out of the entire film. And then whoever was in charge of permits, there was a muddle up. We just started shooting and then they were like, we've got 20 minutes. And we were like, what? This is supposed to be a a five-hour shoot. They go, you've got 20 (gasps) minutes. My most expensive scene, my most, my personal favorite scene, we've got 20 minutes. And the sun's setting and I was like, right, we've got 20 minutes. It's going to be the fucking best 20 minutes of our lives. Let's go. (laughs) 
fuck it. I don't know how we did it. We did it. Uh, incredible team is how we did it. Let's not forget. That is exactly how we did it. I had an incredible bunch of people make a circle around me for this film. And, um, and it is my favorite scene. There is mm-hmm. no dialogue in that scene. Nature is a character for me in this movie. Mm-hmm. The ocean is a character in this film um, for me. Um, yeah, I, I just, I love it so much. I unashamedly, if I can print that scene on a t-shirt and wear it, I will. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. So we will have to watch for the lighthouse scene. When yes. And you'll know exactly. Yes. We will know exactly. I had 20 minutes. Just see what we wow. did there. 20 yes. minutes is what we had. Wow. That there's, there's an entire lesson in that as well. Right. Sometimes we think to ourselves, well, no, we can't do it unless we have five hours and a cabillion dollars. Hmm. Right. But the truth of it is, those are just kind of barriers to what actually could be. And, and one thing that, you know, you had said that self, I just want to make sure that I get this right. You had said that self-love to you means being at peace with yourself. I absolutely agree with that, but I'm going to tag onto it. Something that you said earlier, you said, it's you, you're a hundred percent, you know, amazing. You're a hundred percent flawed. You are right. Mm -hmm. It's all Mm -hmm. of you to me, self-love the thing that I had to learn, because I always thought it was black or white. You were, uh, you know, virgin or whore, you were Mm -hmm. prey or predator. I, I, it took me a long time to, to, to embrace all of it and be okay with all of it, like, and, and not even look at things as being imperfect. You, every little aspect. I mean, I know a lot of people talk about babies. You have two, right? When those babies pop out of you or, or however long the labor took. No, that uh, was cut out of me. Thank you very much. out of you. Okay. That's off to those who push them out. I can never do that. <laughs> not brave enough. <laughs> but, but even when they came out of you, in that moment, you look at that baby it's perfect. No matter what, that baby is perfect. Somewhere along the way, we have convinced ourselves, we have convinced others that you're lacking something. Something's wrong with you. You don't have this or you have too much of this, right? And that's, mm-hmm. that's always been my problem, too much. Um, but, but what I love about everything that you have talked about in this film that really speaks to folks who are challenged with with being okay with themselves is that this film really lets you sit in for an hour and a half, a, 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 a magical place that shows you possibilities that shows you self-love that shows you connections that, that really is, is all about the energies, not just with human beings, but as you said, with nature, right. And what nature brings to it. I, I can't wait to see this film. I, I, I really, it's, it's, it's totally exciting me. I may just have to have my own little party on it, but tell me this only because we're kind of coming up on, we're actually, we're, we're beyond our hour, but tell me what, what takeaways, what do you hope this film kind of says to those who watch it? What do you want the takeaways to kind of be, if you just had to pick like one or two? 
watch the lighthouse 20 minutes number one <laughs> so yeah okay that's a joke but we'll watch it though um you know what was really important for me about this film was the fact that my heroine is over 50 mm. and that my heroine is physically flawed as to what the world out there seems to think beauty is because Angelina because of her initial self-worth issues self-love issue is makes herself as ugly as possible on the outside mm. she's got scars she's she's dressed sort of like she could be a man or a woman um but she makes everything beautiful around her right because she's feeling so ugly on the inside and she loves everyone like how how she makes things beautiful now that sounds like a bit of a contradiction because i just said self-love is you know you, how you talk to yourself how you talk about yourself but remember this is her journey mm-hmm, to right. discovering that to be reminded of that but the possibility and the potential is there from the word get-go because of how she beautifies everyone around herself. And I, I remember when I spoke to um, Trevor Michael Brown, my incredible DOP on this project, um, I said to him, if there's a flaw, you light it beautifully. If there's a fat roll, I said to my costume designer, incredible Kathy, you will dress her so we see all of it because I am done with having to be apologetically myself. We are now unapologetically ourselves and we are okay with it if others are not okay with it. Wow. And that is what my wish is for all men, women, children, dogs, cats, trees that want to watch this film. And may they feel, may they remember that because that is my big fat kiss to them. Wow. Okay. I, that was awesome. That, that ending, I, we're, we're not, we're, we're not going on because I love it so much. That. That is going to that that is going to just keep snowballing in this world, not only for those who see it, but those who listen here and whatever else we put out, that is a message that needs to get out. So thank you for that. Thank you. And all right, so last thoughts, anything else that you might want to say, share, closing comments? Um hmm. So if you're going to have a watch party, which is great, your tickets, the invitation should say that if you want to come to my house, if you're going to come to my house to attend, you need to still stream it on your Netflix when you leave the house so that, so that it registers Gotcha. and put it on loop. Just let it play all day long. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) um, but you know, I think my my biggest takeaway is 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 you 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 know, and, and I of course had actresses that one hundred percent got behind me with this message I wanted to make, you know, because it's it's brave mm-hmm. to be the one on screen that's not 
the prettiest girl in the room, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, anyway, but I, I, I think that, you know, just watch it, please. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's what that was. Yeah. Just watch, watch it. it. I think it's, it's, it, it's very South African. It's going to be interesting to see. There's a lot of stuff there that a South African will get and maybe a American might not. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the lesson. That's part of the, we need to start understand, we need to start getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in this film, I'm inviting everyone, let's get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. And you know what? I, I brought it up at the very top of this. So now we'll close out with this one. You had said this film is all about Ubuntu. And Ubuntu, just so everyone knows, because I had to look up that word, I uh, love its meaning. It's an ancient African word meaning humanity to others. It is often described as reminding us that I am what I am because of who we all are. That is beautiful. It makes me choke up. So before I start bawling like a baby, I think we are going to, we're going to close out here. Um, If you want to know more, if you have comments about this podcast, about Uga and her work and her team or Angelina, please drop it into the um, the comments here on, on this podcast. We'd love to hear from you. And that said, the film comes out October 8th on a Friday. Uh, please watch it on Netflix and share it, share it, share it. As a, as a message, I think we all really need to hear and we will come alive just in hearing it so uga thank you thank you thank you so much for being on this podcast well thank you for having me and our julian will never speak to me again if i don't say please also come find us on our social media handles we are on twitter instagram and facebook at at angelina movie and please look at the spelling it's not angelina jolie it's angelina a-n-g-e-l-i-e-n-a i-e-n-a i even got that wrong and i tried so hard i really did now do you have do you have any hashtags that you want um hashtag angelina movie okay hashtag angelina movie awesome okay all right everybody until we meet again this has been another episode of i'm with crazy a love story and we've been talking with uga carlini uh and please please watch her latest film angelina october 8th on netflix can't wait Woo-hoo-hoo! all right thank you so much see you everybody bye-bye Bye. thanks so much for listening to madness to magic and my podcast i'm with crazy a love story i believe we're all here for a purpose i know this is part of mine Please share this podcast with anyone you think might benefit or who might have a story of their own to share. You can also visit me at madnesstomagic.com or paulinamilanawrites.com. Check out more of my stories, including info on my latest books. Hope to hear from you and to join forces with what I consider a unique caregiver tribe as we all learn to embrace all of ourselves to have compassion for others, and to come into our full power by the grace that is madness to magic. Until we meet again, I leave you with one of my favorite mantras, be bold and mighty forces shall come to your aid.